This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon and welcome. As you heard in Bob's News, the Ontario PC government will introduce legislation tomorrow to upload responsibility for Toronto transit projects to the province. They're moving ahead despite having reached no agreement with the city in ongoing talks about sharing responsibility for new lines. Premier Ford and Transport Minister Jeff Urich say the province will be able to build subway lines and other transit quicker and cheaper by utilizing new technology, eliminating red tape, and selling air rights to the private sector. Now, we will be talking to the transport minister in a few minutes. Meanwhile, the critics are calling this a hostile takeover. They worry that a lot of the millions of dollars of design and prep work that have been done already will now be unusable, and that there will be delays caused by new plans and generally that the devil is in the details that they have not seen. Mayor John Tory has said that he's taking a wait-and-see attitude, and he will be making a statement later this afternoon. What do you think, and what are you hoping for? 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And right now, let's go to Sheila Paisi-Allen from the advocacy group TTC Riders and city councillor for York Centre and member of the executive, James Pasternak. Welcome to you both. Thanks for joining us. Great to be on the show. Thanks for having us. Okay, so let's start with James Pasternak. Uh, first of all, were you surprised that this is all happening so fast? Well, we sort of knew it was coming, that's for sure. And we've been discussing it at council and co- in committee. Uh, and certainly we've had our share of reports coming for review. So uh, we, we heard the, the groundswell. And uh, yes, we, we sort of knew it was coming, but it is fast. Uh, the province, the minister, says uh, that there have been ongoing and adequate consultations with the city about how this will unfold. Do you agree, James? I think there's some more work to do. We have to discuss uh, integration and then connectivity with the existing system. Uh, we have to look at uh, funding sources. It's a very ambitious uh, plan. Uh, we have to look at who's covering municipal upgrades as they occur uh, during the construction process. We want to make sure uh, that the federal government uh, maintains its commitment uh, of uh, somewhere in the vicinity of, uh, of about $5 billion to transit. Uh, we want to make sure the other municipalities pay their fair share. Sheila Paisi Allen, what is your take on this? Well, I'm, I agree with Councillor Pasternak. This is very fast. Um, the city is supposed to be at the table with the province, and there are supposed to be public consultations of people in Toronto, and that has not happened. Um, and I think it's important to note that this provincial budget cuts over a billion dollars to the TTC over the next 10 years. So, um, and that, you know, the plan that they've proposed is really going to delay the transit plans that are already in motion in our city 
potentially by years. You know, they're tearing up plans that we have for the relief line, sending it back to the drawing board. Eglinton East LRT, Waterfront LRT are gone from the map. This is not a plan that's good for Toronto, and we haven't had a chance to have our say. Well, they say that it is, that it will be built faster and cheaper because of new technology. So you just uh, think that's just not true? Well, the relief line has already gone through um, an environmental assessment for station locations. So it's really hard to see how sending something back to the drawing board that is so close, um, you know, it's almost ready to start building. It's very hard to understand how that will um, make it be built faster. And, you know, the, the map that they've Uh, I won't call it a plan. It's a map that's been proposed. You know, they've said it's subject to change. And so there's there's no clarity about the map that they've proposed. But what we do know is that the relief line's almost ready to build, and that they're taking away really important lines to eastern Scarborough, to south Etobicoke, that people in those um, neighborhoods um, are missing out on now. Uh, Councillor Pasternak, do you agree with Sheila? Well, I would I would say that if you're going to uh, rewrite the plan for the Line 2 extension, which has been erroneously called the Scarborough Subway uh, over the years, it's really just an extension of the bluer line. If you're going to start uh, redrawing that line and adding a couple of stations, that does... That does take time. If you're going to shred uh, all the work that's been done on the downtown relief line and then create, uh, I guess they call it the Ontario line, there is no doubt that that, that will delay uh, that project uh, as, as well. Uh, so, yes, the question is, after years of suffering, are, are Torontonians uh, willing to wait even longer uh, to get hypothetically better transit? And, and that is the debate. Well, they say they're pouring a lot of money into it. And, uh, I mean, they've also said that they will be able to use the existing design, at least for the most part. Uh, Councillor Pasternak, do you believe them? Well, I mean, certainly if you, if you look from Bloor, I guess the Pape Station, uh, down to Queen or Osgood, I mean, if they're using the work that we've done already, the, the scoping, uh, and the design work and so forth, you are correct. If they, if they preserve that, uh, then, then it, it might be possible to, to save what we've invested. Uh, if they're going to redraw, uh, go to the back to the drawing board for all of that, then uh, you know that's problematic. But I I would say at this point that generally speaking, the, the transit users of of Toronto and I I take the subway almost every day. I go to City Hall and and I use surface routes as well. Um, they really don't care who who builds it. They just want to make sure it's built. Um, and 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 we are we are concerned that we want to make sure it's built as well. Uh, what about this business uh, about selling air rights as a way to raise money from the private sector? Sheila Pizzi Allen, do you have a view on that? Well, you know, I, I think that if the you know if the province wants to rely on the private sector and developers to pay for stations, that's just a recipe for delays. And Metrolinx has said this too. You know, the best way to move ahead with our plans is simply for the province to fund it. We have plans on the books. Work has been done on them. They're almost ready to start building. And in fact, work is, is, has started, um, you know, on some elements of the relief line. It just needs funding. And what, what the province is proposing is basically to tear up all that work and to cancel lines. 
you know, they're not only will they not delay everything, but they are taking away Eglinton East. And as Councillor Pasternak points out, if they change the plan for the one-stop Scarborough subway and add stops, that's going to delay it by years, and people will be stuck on the bus for longer. Yeah, well, it, it's, uh, I mean, I will try to clear it up with uh, Transport Minister Jeff Urich, who we'll be talking to in about five minutes. Uh, but he's said point blank uh, that he is going to be using the work and incorporating the work that's already been done. Well, that, I think that's that's good news. Um, and and not to rewrite all those plans. Uh, there was a lot of technical work, scoping work. Uh, you know, I think the, the, the members of the public have to realize that it takes two years uh, to design a station, um, and and to just uh, change all that uh, would would be very costly in time and and in money. So I mean, the position here is um, if if it's a plan uh, that's realistic that can get done, uh, then then we're at the bargaining table. Uh, if it's if it's another ten years of delay, then there's deep concern here. The other thing is the province is not paying the full shot. Um, they, they have said they'll cover if others don't want to pay, but that's easy to say now. But it's it's a it's a massive plan and and very expensive, and they're still looking for the federal government and the municipalities to to contribute. Uh, when we wanted to uh, build the Eglinton West uh, uh, LRT out to Pearson, uh, the, the city of Mississauga said, "Well, we're not paying." Uh, even though it's going to bring high-level transit to their city. So those barriers we have to overcome. Yeah, and I mean, on the relief line, I do think it's important to remember that they're proposing an entirely different technology. So, you know, they say, sure, we can use some of the design work, but it's actually not going to be integrated with the TTC. And it really raises another question. What does it mean for the so-called Ontario line to be a freestanding line? Does that just mean a different technology, or does it mean something like the Union Pearson Express, a privatized line where we're going to have to pay another fare to get on? There's been no commitment to actually integrate this line with the TTC. Um, and, I, and I think that, you know, the lack of the slashing of a billion dollars of funding to the TTC is also a really big concern because that money is going into maintenance of the existing system as well. So just across the board, this is, this is not a plan that's good for transit riders and it's going to cause more delays. There's no question about that. Okay, Sheila Pisey Allen, uh, we're going to say goodbye to you. Thank you very much. And I will be asking some of those questions of the transport minister shortly. Thank you, Sheila. And uh, we Take continue care, with uh, Councillor James Pasternak. Uh, so w- again, uh, her uh, criticisms, do you agree with them? Well, I mean, we have to keep an open mind. I, I think it's important to, to realize uh, what the legal structure is of the, of the municipality and the, and the province. And I'll tell you something. We, we are really not in the best bargaining position. We're 30 years behind on our transit. The guess is that we probably need $100 billion to fix this mess. Um, and um, and yet the province, the province says they can help. Um, you know, look, they've got a $28.5 billion plan, uh, but they're only going to commit $11.2 billion. Uh, that's, that's a concern. We need, we need the rest of the money. And I don't think air rights uh, will cover it all. Okay, hang on. Let's take a call from Ron in Guelph. Hi, Ron. Hello. You're on uh, the air. Okay, quickly. I was born in Toronto, spent all of my life in Scarborough, just moved out about 15 years ago. 
Um, the gentleman there, Mr. Pathnack, said that Toronto is 30 years behind. Okay, I told the, uh, the, the lady there it was 25 years behind. Uh, Libby, you know Montreal pretty well, don't you? Well, I used to. Let's put it that way. <laughs> well, my son keeps reminding me. He keeps showing me maps of the transit system in Montreal, and he says, compare that to what Toronto has, then tell me who's ahead of the game. I think Montreal. <laughs> I would say so. The problem is, is that uh, nobody wants to get anything done, whether it was uh, Miller, Rob Ford, John Torrey, and it goes back. Uh, look at Mel Lastman and the uh, Shepherd Subway to nowhere. So, I mean, um, it's, they've been going around in circles. Well, yeah, so what, uh, So, do you think this is a good thing? Well, the problem is that now they, when they designed the Toronto subway, they uh, built a subway at uh, Queen Street uh, for another station to go uh, east. Hello? Hello? Yes? Okay. And anyway, so, um, all right, I'm starting to lose you here on my uh, phone here. Okay, Ron, thanks for that. Okay. Um, Councillor Pasternak, uh, we are now going to go to uh, Minister Jeff Urich. Uh, thanks so much, and I'm okay, sure we'll be talking about this you're, again. You're, you're very welcome. We'll see you on the subway. Okay, we'll see right. you on the All subway. Right. Take care. Thanks. Okay, and I'd like to uh, welcome Transport Minister Jeff Urich. Thanks for being with us. Good afternoon. Okay, so... Uh, this is happening very quickly, uh, despite the fact that you have not nailed down an agreement with, with the city. Uh, why so fast? Well, uh, we've uh, come to a point in our discussions where we both agree we need to get these uh, uh, subway expansions built. And uh, we'll be introducing legislation tomorrow that if passed will enable us to be able to uh, upload the uh, ownership and design of uh, the new subways that we're going to be built. Uh, the conversations are ongoing with the city of Toronto. Uh, we still have the rest of the upload to work on, but you know it's been quite positive. And, and you know, Mayor Tory likes the way the conversations are heading, and we'll continue to work with him on this upload. Mm-hmm. Well, he said he's taking a wait and see attitude, and we are going to hear from him this afternoon. So, well, certainly. Uh, I mean, you know, Mayor Tory and I both agree we need to uh, build subways. We need to expand the subway service and. Uh, the province is uh, in the best position to make that happen, and we're going to work with the city on this. Okay, there there are a couple of things that I would like to, to clear up because we're hearing different interpretations from different people. So first of all, will you be able to use the existing scoping, design work, and whatever has already been done, or how much of that will you be able to use with your plan? We plan to use as much as possible. I'm assuming that uh, the majority of the work that's been done, we will be able to utilize. The the spine of the Ontario line is the uh, the Young Relief line. Um, so we have a lot of work there we could be utilizing. And also with uh, regards to Scarborough, we're just extending it to uh, two more stops to make it a three-stop so we can utilize what they work they've done up to the first uh, subway stop. So we're going to utilize as much as possible, and I'm assuming it's going to be the majority of work that's been done. That's but uh, but you're not really quite sure about that. You know, yeah, uh, we uh, this legislation that we're putting forth uh, that will enable us if passed to uh, get get access to that information and and we'll know further. But uh, you know, with the talks of the upload that we've been having with uh, the city staff and the TTC, we're pretty confident that uh, the majority of work that's been done to date uh, will be utilized in our new uh, plans. There's concern that by adding the two subway stops in Scarborough, that will delay things considerably. 
You know, uh, we have plans. Uh, uh, we put forward that uh, when we build the uh, the Ontario line, we hope to have it up and running by 2027. The Scarborough line by 2029. Um, you, you know, we're, we're giving better value uh, for money, and we're, we're delivering the the subway service that uh, Scarborough has been waiting for for decades, and that's what they deserve. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's the question of the funding. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people are skeptical that you're going to be able to raise money that you need from air rights. And then there's also the question of the federal contribution. Well, we have ongoing conversations. Minister McNaughton has been working with Minister Champagne on the federal level with regards to uh, uh, federal investments in, in the subway expansion. Uh, the federal government created an infrastructure bank which was created just for projects like this. And, and we're, we're, we're pretty positive that the federal government, whose majority of uh, Toronto members are going to benefit from the uh, expansion of the subway system, will be more than happy to be part of this uh, historic investment uh, going forward. So we, we look forward uh, to working with the federal government. Uh, but are you confident that you're going to get that cash? And if you don't, is, is the province going to supply the money? Yeah, I mean, uh, we're confident that we can work out an agreement with the municipality and the federal government, uh, as uh, has been done on previous projects uh, throughout the province to to make this expansion happen. But Premier Ford is on record as saying that if if the federal government uh, doesn't want to be part of uh, the historic expansion in the subway network and, and the benefit of not only Torontonians but Ontarians as a whole, then we would uh, foot the bill ourselves. What about advocacy groups? They're complaining that basically there has not been any public consultation. Well, you know, there's been consultation with uh, the City of Toronto. Uh, People have been contacting my office continually. Uh, When we introduce the legislation tomorrow, that's going to give an avenue for more consultation. We have the committee work that will be uh, coming forward uh, before the legislation uh, goes to final vote. Uh, and we'll continue with consultation with uh, people of the province. But I think the biggest consultation was uh, last uh, election when our our party made a promise to upload the subway system and do build and expand subways. And we, and we want a majority government. And we're going to fulfill that promise to the people of Ontario. This is going to be in a bill that is also going to review speed limits, right? Right, right. We're going to be uh, having a, a pilot and a consultation project on uh, uh, changing speed limits on our, our highways. And you're looking to increase them? Yes. Uh, what about uh, people who are concerned that that will lead to an increase in collisions? Well, I mean, uh, the roadways uh, that are built in the province of Ontario are built uh, for speeds up to 120 kilometers an hour. Uh, if people remember back in the 60s and 70s, our speed limit was higher than 100 kilometers an hour and it was only reduced, not because of safety, it was reduced because of the fuel uh, crisis that was occurring in this country. People need to have fuel savings and driving slow provided that uh, our cars obviously are better built today. Uh, the roads are built for faster speeds and uh, we would like to get uh, uh, people moving uh, quicker and faster. I, I, we will ob- obviously keep uh, safety in mind with all the discussions, but uh, we're, we're confident that uh, our pilot projects and our consultation will ensure that uh, going forward, if we if we continue with the speed limit increase, that it'll be safety is the number one uh, priority. Okay, uh, Minister, I know you have to go soon. Uh, before you go, can you just give us an idea of how uh, you're saying that uh, that a, uh, a reduction of red tape is going to help get all of this done in the timetable that you envision? 
Well, I mean, uh, we need to have uh, legislation in place to enable us uh, uh, to uh, upload uh, the subway system once uh, we, we get to that point uh, with regards to getting the plans for, for the new expansions from uh, the city in Toronto and what they worked. Uh, stepping in and uh, in ensuring that uh, that that legislation, if passed, is in place so we can pre- go forward, uh, will definitely make the project happen that much quicker. But in general, with our transportation bill we're putting forward, we're, we're going to make it easier to interact with the Ministry of Transportation uh, and Service Ontario so that people are are spending less time waiting in line to get the services they need, but more time enjoying uh, enjoying life as they should be. Okay, Transport Minister Jeff Urich, thanks for being with us, and I hope to speak to you ongoing as more of the details become a little clearer. Thank you, definitely, and I look forward to introducing the bill tomorrow. Okay, thank you very much. Thanks. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.